Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Make sure you go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yes. Oh, guys, today's so sad. This is it. For now. the last episode of Star Wars Summer. Mm -hmm. Dan, how you feeling? You've been Uh, with us all summer. I know. It's it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. I'm... uh... I'm happy to have my Saturdays back to be able to sleep in a little bit, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna miss this. I'm gonna miss this. It's uh, had a good time. You you don't just get up at six o'clock in the morning like me and Sammy for no apparent reason. I mean, I you know I could, but no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I just wake up. I, yeah, I wish I could a, do that. It's a thing now. See, I, I I wake up and then I'm like, nah. <laughs> See, I can't do that. I wake Not up. Not anymore. My dog is like rustling around. I'm like, okay, I should take her out. So I take her outside and bring her back in. Yep. And then I try to lay back down and she just stares at me. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not going to work. Uh, see, my dogs will go back to sleep, but then I'm like, I'm just up now. So, oh, she will. She'll lay down on the bed next to me, but she'll like stare at me as she's laying down between her paws. 
Like, mom, when you when you're gonna get up? I'll lay here, but when are you gonna get up? <laughs> oh, very annoying. Yeah, no, mine mom, mine take up mommy. the bed. They just go <laughs> pass out, and that's it. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get off topic already. Yeah, as usual. Pixie Dusters, this last episode, calling it our Star Wars summer recap. Because we are going to talk about some upcoming shows that are coming out here soon mm-hmm. for Star Wars. And it's just such shows. I think there's a movie or two thrown in here as well. Then we're going to talk about our final thoughts, talk about some Star Wars things that we haven't talked about yet. Sammy, mm-hmm. thank you for putting in the notes what you put in because I like read it. I'm like, how did I not think to put that in here? Uh, yeah, I just You'll popped figure in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's, let's jump in. You guys ready to jump in and see what shows are coming up? I'm ready yeah, to it's do a it. lot of them. Yeah. All right. We have a lot. We have 11, 11 titles that have been announced that are supposed to come out in the next three years, 11 titles in three years. So- <laughs> That's Disney for you. Mm-hmm. Pumping out content. I know. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm getting tired of Marvel because they're pumping out content. I'm like, at some point, I'm going to get tired of Star Wars. Too much I know, Star I was like, Wars. don't burn me out on Star Wars. Like, like I'm afraid I'm going to get burnt out. Yeah. It is, but you it's Take okay, a break cause... for a while and then come back like when it's all out, you know, so you can binge it later in life. That's what we do this with Marvel. True. Yeah, we go. wait yeah. sometimes. We could, but I won't because it's Star Wars. <laughs> Typical it's the gift and the curse of the fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So right away this year, Andor is coming out. Actually, I forgot to put the actual date. Like they finally gave us a date and I they forgot did. to put it in the notes. Just saw it like yeah. yesterday. Andor is coming out August 31st. August 31st. Cool. August 31st. Not too long from now. I know. It will be at the end of our, when we finish up our recap series mm-hmm. for not recap update series on the parts whatever it is yeah so the the description in imbd is prequel series to the star wars rogue one in an era filled with danger deception and intrigue cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero Aww. Nice. what's sad is we know how his story ends and it makes me so sad yep yeah, all right Mm-hmm. It's the problem with prequels. It's like you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. I know. But, okay, so I watched the most recent trailer that came out like a day or two ago, and mm-hmm. it looks like they might be exploring like his childhood too. It might not just be his adult years. That's cool. Unless I'm like misunderstanding how they're doing the trailer. See, so if, if they we'll do see. that, yeah, well, if they do that, I really hope that they spread it out because a lot of these shows have been like combining way too much into six episodes. Like make it at least two two seasons, you know, one season for the childhood one season for the adulthood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel but like they they're not going to do that. Both, so they're not going to do that. Do that. <laughs> mm, yeah. no. It's going to be another Boba where Probably. they're going to show the present and the past. It's going to be a lot. I'm calling oh, it now. <laughs> Maybe in flashbacks. But at least, at least this time they won't be pulling in like another show into a show. True. I hope not. I don't think they can. There's nothing, there's no other like show content during this time other than probably Star Wars Rebels cartoon. They'll and probably if they have do a, pull in people yeah. from there, I will be very happy. They probably will, like Ahsoka it. or like Sabine. Because I know Someone's Sabine is in one one something. Ahsoka, yeah. right? I yeah, Ahsoka, yeah. So yeah. they'll probably have yeah. one of those two characters show up. So potential. Mm-hmm. 
the other show that's supposed to come out and I think it's a cartoon they really yeah it is Mm -hmm. it's called Tales of the Jedi it's supposed to come out this year don't know when it just showcases animated shorts that feature Jedi from the prequel era so those Jedis that we see in the Clone Wars animated it sounds like we're going to be getting more like shorts about them to get to know their characters and kind of explore more different Jedi than just like the the cookie box or the Mm -hmm. cookie cutter box ones that we have had for this whole time. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that'll be, I'm, I'm assuming that's for the kids. So Probably. that'll be good for the littles. I'll still watch it, but we all will. Oh yeah, we will. I might not. Maybe awesome. not. Maybe not. We all will Sammy, until Sammy. next year. Yeah. If you I'll put, put it on, the, on list. the docket and she'll be like, crap. Now I gotta watch, I'll watch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing. That's yeah, how another I feel thing. sometimes. <laughs> So that was 2022. So Andor and Tales of Jedi are supposed to be coming out this year. That's the rest of the content for Star Wars this year. Next year, one, two, three, we have four. Actually, it's one certain, but three potentials. I really don't. Some of these titles, I'm like, okay, is this real or is people making stuff up? Because people have like made stuff up on IMBD because mm-hmm. you can like add stuff right. or mm-hmm. it's a rumor, but it actually hasn't started yet. So some of these might actually just be rumors that we don't know about yet, or if they're real, but one at least is, and that's Ahsoka. Ahsoka is coming out in 2023. The series centers on the adventures of Ahsoka Tano. It's kind of, they said it's a spinoff from the Mandalorian. I don't see how it would be a spinoff from the Mandalorian. I feel like it's just going to be the continuing adventures of Ahsoka because she literally has a bunch of different Star Wars content out there from Clone Wars to her time in Rebels to the fact that she mm-hmm. has a book. I've been reading the book. It's amazing. We'll talk about it later. And and now her own storyline. So I don't I don't get why we're calling it a spin-off. maybe maybe that's because she was introduced live action in The Mandalorian. And then yeah. if they want to do crossovers, they can. But I don't that's know what why I'm they thinking. would. But... Like it takes place during that time period, yeah. like post Empire. Mm, that makes sense. But I don't think we should call it a spinoff. A spinoff is like no other content that's ever been done with that character before is now going off and doing their own thing. It's like Ahsoka's had a ton of her own content before. It's Mm -hmm. not a spinoff. It's just a continuation of of the Star Wars Mm -hmm. storyline. There we go. So people, get get your... Get your words right. You're acting together, geez. Did Disney write that or did like IMDb write that? IMDb. Yeah. So then that might also be the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. I need these INDP people to like do grammar checks and look at their words and make sure they're doing right things. But you know, whatever. So I'm really excited for Ahsoka. I think it's going to be really good, especially if Sabine is in it, especially if they look at, go after Bridger. Mm -hmm. I need them to find Bridger. Absolutely. We'll see. But this is supposed to be happening post- Man, wait when does mandalorian happen it's it is it it's af- after it's in between, the original trilogy it's okay it's in between the original trilogy yeah. and so bridger still can be younger okay i was yeah. thinking like He's, how old is bridger is he gonna be in his 50s is it after mm-hmm. the prequel or the sequels He's he's the same age as Luke and Leia because he was born a day after they were. He was born on that's, Empire Day. That's what I mean. I, I yeah. was trying to figure out like, okay, where is this in the timeline? Because if it's after the sequels, then he's going to be like in his 50s. Mm-hmm. If it's before yeah. the sequels, he's like right. in his 30s. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because What's-His-Face is playing him. Now, so if they're casting told. him, that it's mm-hmm. going to be... Yeah, yeah, it has to be younger. 
Okay, so the three ones that we don't know for absolute sure, but have a pretty good idea. First one is called Rogue Squadron. This plot is be apparently being kept under wraps, which just means that they probably don't have a plot for it yet. And it hasn't been actually released, but it's supposed to center on the Rebel Alliance Starfighter Squadron from the Star Wars films. So Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squadron is from, do we see him in all three of the originals? Who, mm, which one? Rogue Squadron. I mean, like. What were the call signs at the Death Star? Was it red? Red I'd five? Been, no, that was, that was the Rebels. I mean, like red was like the Rebel fleet. I know. But remember they had, okay, so. In, oh, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. The, like, the call signs. The call sign. Yeah, yeah it, it was. You're right. Red. Red so five. Red Rogue three, was. Rogue. I feel like there was a Rogue Squadron, but I can't remember which movie it was in. I, I was, thought, wasn't that Empire Strikes Back? Because I remember yeah, they, they were looking, at the beginning. Yeah, this is okay. Rogue Two. Rogue Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So apparently that squadron is what they're talking about. Gotcha. That, okay. Yeah. I was trying to get it straight in my head. I'm like, which squadron <laughs> is this? There's so many. So many. So there's that one. I don't know how to pronounce this word. Accolade? The accolade? It looks right. I have no idea. Apparently, it's a series that's going to take viewers into the galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So this is going back to the prequel era. Coming out in 2023. I think it's interesting because there's actually a book series about the High Republic era. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it's going to kind of pull from that. So if that's going to happen, that means I have a whole other flipping series i have to read that's really and there are like yeah. five or six books now i'm like mm-hmm. i don't want sure there are <laughs> i mean i do I, but i don't yeah huh. <laughs> so that's the second one and then the third one i think is i i feel like this one is probably like definitely happening because they literally have a a star yeah listed and that skeleton crew that's also supposed to be coming out in 2023 mm-hmm. it follows a group of kids who are about 10 years old who get gets lost in the star wars universe and jude law is apparently starring in it mm-hmm. so i'm assuming he's going to be the bad guy that's my assumption i'm sure. assuming so i'm assuming but i don't understand why like 10 year olds who are getting lost in the star wars universe so are these like part of me is like okay is this a like are these those kids from the planet with the casino and we're gonna follow them because they were all about 10 could be that would be really cool yeah i wonder kind of really sat on them for a while yeah well there's there seems to be a big market for like kids of that age getting caught up in like big adventures like stranger things or you know these different other types of shows harry potter harry potter exactly so i'm I'm guessing literally our life (laughs) exactly i'm guessing that's the theme they're going to go with which sounds awesome yeah because that's Mm -hmm. i mean those are what makes legends i mean harry potter Mm -hmm. all of the ones where the kids are kids start out young and go through these adventures become like these these iconic legends that we have mm-hmm. for a long mm-hmm. time and that's we still are, are watching today. So that's 2023. So there's four potentials. Well, one definite three potentials coming out in 2023. And then they actually are going to give us a year off. Well, God bless. Well, oh my goodness. There's nothing going out in 2024. Okay. We'll see. As of right now. Because they right know now. they're going to do a lot. That's what it is. They're like, okay, we're going to yeah. give you guys a breather. Mm-hmm. Please, please give us a breather. Yeah. So in 2025, I'm sad this is not coming out sooner because 
you know, it's close to my heart. Star Wars, a droid story is coming out in 2025. It's an animated series featuring the best droid duo ever. R2 and C3PO. I need this sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like get rid of, get rid of tales of a Jedi and put the droid story there. Switch it, <laughs> switch it, switch it for me, please. Cause I mean, they're, the best so that's coming out in 2025 and then also another one called star wars the lost horizon i think this is supposed to be a movie comes out in 2025 decades after the collapse of the galactic empire and the rise of the new republic the corruption has returned and with it a new threat a lost jedi knight must find a way of saving the corrupt republic from the incoming destruction that has brought upon itself with the new council of jedi falling to the dark a new hope must arrive and bring the Jedi and the Republic back to the light. So this sounds like this is the one we're looking for. This is the one that's going to be decades after new, like the Skywalker saga. It sounds Mm -hmm. like this might be Mm -hmm. our next trilogy. Right. I'm good with it. Interesting. I'm I'm interested, it. but I want to know why we're putting in a new council that like I I'm I'm afraid that we're gonna do some repeating with the Jedi Council Sounds and the Republic. I'm like, like why it, yeah. are we not doing something different, people? Do you not have any more ideas? Do you know who put it together or who's no idea? Together? That would be helpful to look it back too. up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. It's expected May 4th. May 4th, 2025. So like, this is actually, I think, happening. Okay. They have a cast and everything. Look at them. Look at that. Director and writer Giovanni Michael. Who the heck is Giovanni Michael? No idea. Unknown could be possibly good. I mean, it's good to see. I like that we're getting fresh directors, fresh. I think that's. I mean, I guess they're fresh. I never heard. Okay. Some things that he's worked on. Titans Homecoming, which is a TV show as an executive producer. He has only worked on Titans. He has not done anything else. All right. Uh, Fresh so it could be hit or miss. Yeah. Huh. Hopefully. Interesting. Okay. That should be interesting. I was afraid that was going to be uh, Ryan Johnson because there was a lot of talk of him starting. There's still talk of it, like his own yeah. trilogy yeah. or something. He's supposed yeah. to get his own trilogy, but. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's 2025. Okay. Then we have three that we have an unknown date for. So that whole like nothing in 2024, it might not be true. We might have one or two things in 2024. Mm-hmm. I mean, Boba Fett could have another series. Like some of these series that start in 2022 might have like another season or something like that, but nothing new at the moment. But there are three that are unknown. One is called Rangers of the New Republic. It's a Disney Plus series that will be set in the timeline of The Mandalorian. So apparently The Mandalorian has like jump-started everything during this timeline Mm -hmm. where if they keep bringing him into all of these, I'm going to be like, why can't we just call it The Mandalorian and do like a regular full season? That's what everything is twenty, You know, it's 20 episodes. It's all Mandalorian stuff. We had two full episodes in Boba Fett that were Mandalorian episodes. Like. That's what it is. 2.5. I'm afraid it's going to continue to happen with all these other shows. Right. The second one is. Dissidents. Dissidents. A Star Wars story. That's right. Four rebels on the run from dark forces struggle to survive after crash landing in an unknown star system. Hmm. That sounds interesting. That could be cool. And then 
I hope this happens. Me like too. it's only in early development. It yeah. needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Lando, yep. a limited series about Lando Calrissian in early development. The only problem with this is, is if it's about him and his, if it's about him when he's younger, it's going to be Donald Glover, which I love Donald Glover, but I would mm-hmm. really, really love to see Billy D. Williams so, <laughs> reprise this role mm-hmm. in his, his show. I don't know if this is like something that Reddit came up with or if they were to actually play around with this, but somebody came up with the idea of like using both. So you have Billy D. Williams in like mm. the present day. He's like in the middle uh-huh. of a bot game or whatever, and he's retelling stories of his younger self. And then it cuts to Donald Glover. That would be fun. And they, yeah, it's like How I Met Your Mother style. They sort of interact mm. at like so many like you could do so many jokes with it. Like, oh yeah, I was facing up with six guys, and then Donald Glover stops. He's like, wait, that's not how it happened. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. It was one guy, and I was a little drunk. Like moments like yes! that. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so I would good. love it. Oh, they should do that. Oh, Disney. I would love to see that. Lucas Films, Disney, are you listening? Mm-hmm. If you not, are, are, please. You listening? Please, please. Billy You're going to be in early development. Give us something. That'd be nice. Okay, so that those are the 11 shows. Those are the potential 11 shows right now that they have like given us a timeline on. I'm interested to see, because I'm actually going to try to watch Disney Plus Day this year. I'm interested to see what new content right. or what dates a little bit more like centered on dates or times and whatnot that they're going to give us on Disney Plus Day when they release a bunch of stuff. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I have it on the cool. calendar, people. Pixie Dusters, if you want us to cover Disney Plus Day, it will be covered because put it on the calendar. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Finally. Any other thoughts about the shows before we move on? I just hope they're uh, hope they're good. Yeah, Don't exactly, say, man. You know. Hopefully they're good. <laughs> hope they're good. Hope they're fleshed out. And I, I hope they get like fresh directors. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I love Mix Favreau. I love Filoni, you know, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see more beyond, you know, Deborah Chow did great with yeah. Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. So let's see, Hurdy more, you know, more people like that, you know, just yeah, new, new visions. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. So we want to talk about some stuff that we didn't bring up during the summer. Like this summer was mostly talking about actual movies and TV show content. We didn't really get into, I talked about a couple books, but we didn't really get into anything else that is kind of newer on the Star Wars side. I mean, what we're about to talk about isn't that new. It's been around for what? four years now, two years, three years, 19, 19, I think is when I opened three years. So three years. So let's talk about galaxy's edge. Cause we really haven't talked about it because mm-hmm. the last time we talked about, it, so about cool. yeah, the last time we talked about galaxy's edge was like one of our first episodes. I think it was episode five or six when we talked about Hollywood yeah, Studios. something like that. So yeah. Like back in 2020. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know about it because know much about it because I hadn't been there yet. Mm-hmm. So we're going to discuss it today and get, try to intrigue Dan to go see Galaxy's Edge here soon. Yeah. So the description that Disney has on their website is Batu was a remote terrestrial planet on the edge of the galaxy's outer rim territories in the Batu system of the Trilon sector. Batu's surface was covered in jungles, oceans, and the petrified remains of ancient trees, referred to by the local Batuans as spires, which towered over the planet's landscape. I love that description. Mm-hmm. So accurate, too. The way so it looks. accurate. So Galaxy's Edge is the Star Wars area of Hollywood Studios. 
and the the planet that it is taking after is Batu. And we have never seen Batu before. It's completely Disney made up. They mm-hmm. they came up with it just for the park and it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. There you walk into this area and you feel like you just walked onto like us in the Star Wars world. Yeah. That's cool. So immersed. It's totally separate. Like really oh is separate. Nice. The way it they is. did it. It's completely separate how they did it. Dan, have you, you, you have been like, did you go to Hollywood Studios or MGM when you were younger? Oh, did yeah. you ever go? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you remember where the streets of America are, where mm-hmm. you would walk back towards, what was that stupid show? The car show. Oh, the lights, New York lights motors, lights, action. action. Do you remember Maybe. where that area was? Uh, I mean, we're talking 15, 20 years. So, I mean. It's down okay. by like the Muppets, it's... like. Okay. Kind of, like behind. Like the new, the streets of America, the New York Avenue street, mm-hmm. they like right. cut it off. Mm-hmm. They cut off the New York Avenue street. They made it shorter. Okay. And then they put this huge, like amazing Star Wars gate. And you gotcha. like walked through and it just, it's, oh, Dan. <laughs> it's that good Seriously, huh? like mm-hmm. i want to take you, cool. like you holly and ralph i want us all to go so bad because <laughs> we would all geek out we would all yeah. geek out i could see it i could see it happening oh my gosh Just i have so many pictures yeah i have so many pictures mm-hmm. and and videos that i'm going to put up on social media i'm actually going to do it because i've been really bad about social media lately mm-hmm. sorry pixie dusters <laughs> <laughs> sorry don't judge me, Sammy. I know you're judging me up there. Life gets in the way. You're down there. You're in Florida. What? You're sound from me. I'm just not going to say anything. Okay. Anyways. So the atmosphere is just absolutely fantastic. So Pixie Dusters, if you live near Disney World and have not experienced Galaxy's Edge yet, you need to go experience it if you're a Star Wars fan mm-hmm. because it's beautiful because you walk into a certain area and there is the Millennium Falcon. So cool. It feels so real. And then you get to actually drive the Millennium Falcon in a ride called Smuggler's Run, where you get to be a smuggler. And the first time our family did it, me and my brother got to be in the co and co the pilot in the co-pilot. And we just goofed around. We're like, yeah. we just because you have to do light speed at some point. And I think Travis was piloting and I was co-piloting. So he's like, punch it, Chewy. And I like got to do the whole punch. Like mm-hmm. you get to do like the whole punch. And it's mm-hmm. just, oh my gosh. Oh, I was a little kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all the games you played as a kid. You just get to actually do it now. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Like the buttons are all there. You're in mm-hmm. the yeah. seats that it looks just like, oh, <gasps> super well done. That's great. I need to get back to Disney, like mm-hmm. ASAP. Uh, <laughs> So Smuggler's Run is amazing. Sammy, what's your experience with Smuggler's Run? I mean, I haven't got to do it as much, but when I did get to do it, it's just like a blast. It's so different from other rides because you, I don't know, just you're in the ship. So you're literally shuttled in there and then you have that little holding area and there's just so much stuff to look at. It's like, you almost want to wait in the holding area for a long period of time so you can see everything around you in the ship mm. before you actually go to the ride part. Like, it's so cool it's when great. you're in there. And then it jostles you around a little bit in the ride, which is why I haven't gotten mm-hmm. to do it as much. But, yeah, you know, mm. it's fun. I got to do the guns, and I was like, I don't oh, know okay. what I'm doing. Because this was, like, really before I really watched <laughs> anything Star Wars <laughs> the first time I did it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is still fun. <laughs> Getting to shoot and stuff, so whatever. 
it's good. Yeah. But yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, it goes by so fast though. I feel like it the ride it goes really yeah. fast. When you're on your no. mission, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, the holding area is the the part in the Millennium Falcon with the game table. Right. And they actually okay. have a game table with the bench and you can sit and do mm-hmm. a picture like you're at the game table. Yeah. It's really cool. Hmm. That's so good. Well yeah, I like that. Like so we would all geek out so much. Oh yeah. Even the the line, you know, when you're oh yeah. When you get upstairs and you can just look out and you can see all of Galaxy's Edge. And you can see the Millennium Falcon like right there, mm-hmm. right below you. Yeah. The view is just insane. It's just mm-hmm. and it insane. feels like they almost did it like replica size. Like it might be slightly yeah. smaller than what it was, like the the model in the movie, mm-hmm. but it feels pretty it's huge. pretty accurate. You feel it. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's the Millennium Falcon. Wow. <laughs> like you feel the presence of it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And there's there's other they have an X-wing in there. It's the X-wing is cool. It's not as cool as the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And they have um uh, Kylo's ship in yeah. the there's like a first so there's a first order area mm-hmm. and then there's a smuggler area and then there's like there's the rebellion area. Okay. So they kind of they they mesh really well, but mm-hmm. they have like certain things in certain areas. And they have a droid depot. Are you mm-hmm. like a droid? I They're a bit to, pricey. I, I know. I need to save for that. I really want to do it. I really want to do it. It's like build a bear, but with droids. Exactly. Yep. Literally. (laughs) It's like the same thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. They have a bunch of others. So they have Mm -hmm. the the Droid Depot, Savvy's Workshop, which is where you make a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also expensive. Yeah, that's my brother did that. I'm like, oh boy. And that was before they did updates to it. So yeah, so now they're even cooler than they (laughs) were. Now the lightsabers are cooler and they're even more expensive. Mm-hmm. But they have a bunch of like cool restaurants. Oga's Cantina, Docking Bay Seven is a, a food area. Mm-hmm. They have the milk stand, so if you want to try the blue or green milk, yes, yeah. it's so disgusting. I'm uh, sorry for those who like it. I think it's yeah. gross. My brother likes it. I'm, uh, no. Compared to like, what would it? What, what's a good reference for? It's blue so milk? sweet. We said it was like like if you melted down a Jolly Rancher and drank it. Hmm. Yeah, I've never had a Jolly Rancher, so just epic, just epic sweet. sweet candy. Yeah, I yeah, like liquid candy. It's what it sounds like. Yeah, like you've never That's had interesting a Jolly Rancher. I don't think so. I mean, if I have, it was like in a candy sea of candy that I didn't, you know, care about. I didn't know people didn't have Jolly Ranchers. I mean, I, I know what they mm-hmm. are. I've just like mm-hmm. I've had, you know, it's like Reese's, Snickers. I, I, I'm sure there's a Jelly Rancher in there somewhere. Maybe I ate it. Maybe I didn't. Somewhere, somewhere you know, it's like candy corn. It's like yeah, it's just there. bottom of the bag, you know, whatever. Oh, I love candy corn. Oh no, Ugh, not me. That is the worst Halloween candy. Uh, it's it's like someone forgot what sugar tastes like, so they just wanted to create it from memory. Just pure garbage. It's Halloween color, so people like it. No, it's garbage true that's not why i like it i like the taste of candy corn no it's a garbage candy you can have all my candy corn i will save I'm it for me? you mm-hmm. <laughs> that's two months i don't know if i want to i don't care it's probably still the same same taste as it is on halloween so no they actually get stale and hard i don't believe it because they're already stale and hard i was gonna say oh, that's like oh default mode <laughs> We need to move on from candy corn. We can fight about. That's like saying water gets wet. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) Which there's an argument for that, but whatever. What? I was saying candy corn is gets stale. I'm like saying that's like saying water gets wet. 
But then there's an uh, an argument that says, oh, water's not actually wet. It just gets things wet. It's a whole other thing. Never mind. Oh, oh no. I Yeah, I've heard that argument before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the milk stand, Ronto Roasters is another food area. I had breakfast there one morning. It was actually really good. It was a little spicy. They're a little mm-hmm. spicy on their food, but it was good. I've had something from Docking Bay. That one's, that was, that place was good as well. I haven't had anything at Cantina because it's literally like a cantina. You go in and get drinks. Isn't that the one you need reservations for? Yes, you do yeah, need reservations that too. for it. Mm-hmm. The, the shops that they have, Doc Ando's deck, Den of Antiquities is really cool. You oh, walk fine. in, I have pictures of this one as well. You walk in and there's just like memorabilia everywhere like on the walls. Floor to ceiling. Like floor to ceiling, everything's mm-hmm. there. They have a mechanical, a mechanical alien who is Doc Ando. Okay. And you can you can't interact with him but i went up i was a sammy when i when this yes. happened i went up to one of the workers because i read they have a book called galaxy's edge and it's a whole star wars adventure and i read it and i doc ando is in it and i saw him i'm like hey is that doc ando and they just went into character like mm. they had a whole story i said oh yeah i read about him in a book and they're like a book doc has a book and they like that they stayed in character mm-hmm. like it wasn't it was so right. cool that's mm-hmm. good i mean disney's really good about doing that but i've mm-hmm. never had that kind of experience with disney where that where they stay in character so well yeah i feel like i'm a part of it like the the princesses and stuff yeah that's what they do but the workers don't normally like the mm-hmm. the people who do the the cash registers and different things normally they don't know. stay in that kind of character and this person, whoever you are, I don't know. I don't remember your name. I should have wrote it down. You were fantastic. And mm-hmm. you made this Star Wars fan very, very happy by including me into the Star Wars world, mm-hmm. even as a 30 something year old when this happened. This was last Christmas, so 33. Yeah. Well, a lot. I think all of the cast members are told to be that way. If you ask them certain things, they're going to act like they don't know what you're talking about. If it's not part of, good. part of the planet, they're not going to know what your the question is. As yeah. Like if it's a food reference or something, they're not going to understand what you're saying to them. Yeah. You know, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. They also have Black Spire Outfitters, which is just a normal, like normal shop. The creature stall, I guess there's plush of different like Star mm-hmm. Wars creatures. And then there's this whole area where it looks like a market. There's no name to it. You just walk in and it literally looks like one of those markets that they walk through in Tatooine or something. It's Mm -hmm. uh, shredded, shredded cloth everywhere with all the different like random things that you can buy. It's just, it's, oh, Dan, I need Mm. you to go. I I need you to go. This is a requirement of our friendship. I mean, you're, you're pulling me in. Like you are definitely, you've definitely got my attention. You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Mm-hmm. Talked about the best part yet? Oh no! What's the best part? The best part is the second ride that they have in the Star Wars area, mm-hmm. and it's called Rise of the Resistance. So, okay. do you remember the great movie ride? Yes, I think Take so. Yeah. That. Where you like go through the movie scenes? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes, like yes. Big yes, vehicles yes. and yeah. Take mm-hmm. that times by a thousand. <laughs> And that is Rise of Resistance. You literally oh. are pulled into a mission. You get captured by the the resist or by the first order. first order. And they're like up in your face. They're like, it's it's interactive and it's just not like sitting in a box. You walk through, you have to walk through things. They have to make they put you in different areas. Mm-hmm. 
and then you do finally get into a car and it's it's the escape you're trying to escape you're going oh my gosh it's <sighs> that's good it's the best that's ride cool. in the whole park that's awesome anytime you can actually get included in the storyline it's a good time oh my gosh you are completely included and i think that's why i love Ga uh, galaxy z so much is mm -hmm. because both rides smugglers and rise of the resistance you are included in mm -hmm. the storyline you are yeah. doing stuff you are a rebel you are someone who are who is important and we need you mm -hmm. to finish the to to help the rebellion mm -hmm. and disney i mean disney try like a lot of the rides like they can do that here and there but mm -hmm. this is like a whole other level that i think they need to start striving for a little bit more yeah mm -hmm. Well, they understand like the, the community around the Star Wars fandom. Like we've yeah. been doing this, like I said, since we were kids. I mean, we've been a part, making ourselves a part of the universe, you know, mm -hmm. and just our, you know, playtime with our toys and, you know, with our friends and going outside and whatever. So like mm -hmm. they understand that that's the level that we as adults and kids too mm -hmm. want to, you know, want to get to. Mm -hmm. So yeah it makes yep. sense they pour all of their efforts into that yeah so that's really great mm -hmm. to say yeah so sammy anything else about galaxies that you want to add because i could talk all day about it so i need to shut up about it so you can <laughs> no other than it's just very 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 cool mm -hmm. like the best yeah. part of the park honestly it is nice mm -hmm. it is and oh there's last last bit mm -hmm. they're in the disney disney play app so the Disney Play app, I don't, have we talked about the Disney Play app on the? Not too much, I don't think. We need to talk about that next month. So yeah. Disney has a Play app and in each park, there are different games, interactive games mm -hmm. that you can do. And some of them are really interactive and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge has one as well, where you actually have to go find things while you're on certain rides. You scan them, you're trying to get points, you're trying to become a smuggler. It's actually kind of cool, mm. especially on those days where the lines are super long. So you can like actually interact and do the games while you're going through. Mm -hmm. It is a battery killer. So make sure you have an external battery to recharge your phone as you're playing because you don't want to lose that because let's be real. Nowadays, we can't do anything without our Disney app because they've literally nope. made it that way. So yes. always yeah. take a battery, extra battery charger. Mm -hmm. Good That's idea. We'll tidbit there. I agree. And then Sammy <laughs> remembered something that I forgot was going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let her talk. Yes. Well, I read about it and then I was literally at breakfast at Disney. <laughs> when I was throwing this together. So I haven't read this in detail, so we'll see how this goes. So if you haven't heard, Disney just launched the Wish cruise ship. That's a new thing they just started doing cruises on recently. And they have a Star Wars hyperspace lounge, apparently above this, or above on this cruise ship. And they have a drink called the Kyber Crystal Drink, which costs, five thousand dollars <laughs> i i have seen this actually yeah that's insane so if you're curious about what comes with the kyber crystal drink for five thousand dollars i'm going to tell you it actually includes four drinks and comes with four cups the cocktail is made with camas cognac 4.60 i don't know none of this means anything to me yuzu yuzu and kumquat and grand marnay Quintess, quintessence? 
Yeah, that's a really that's a really expensive drink. Yeah, like that's which really, is probably it, why this what they're is using is really yeah expensive, expensive alcohol. And there yeah. are three shots: Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve, twenty three year bourbon; Taylor's Kingsman Edition, very old tawny port, and Watenshi Gin. So that's everything that's in it. It mm-hmm. comes in a Camtano, which I'm actually going to talk about more a little bit in a second when I get to my section of final thoughts. But it comes in, so that's the ice cream looking thing, like the the Mando mm-hmm. carried around. Yeah. That's that thing. And <laughs> you don't get to keep that though. You get to keep the little cups that come with it, but you don't get to keep the actual Camtano. Mm-hmm. You're paying five thousand dollars. Why can't you keep like, the Camtano? That's a lot of money. They can't just make extras and and let you you keep it. No, okay, I guess not. Yeah, the cups are silver plated, and like I said, you get to keep all four of them. And if you buy the drink, you get a Star Wars backpack, water bottle, other gifts, a room decoration that is themed to the hyperspace lounge. I don't know exactly what that means, but okay. You also get a bottle of sparkling wine from Skywalker Ranch and a voucher for one person to visit Skywalker Ranch with this drink for $5,000. Okay, okay, that... I'm, 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 yeah okay i'm on it i'm, I'm saving like, you're going through all these rewards you get i'm like okay a backpack i can get that a bottle i can get that a decoration okay i can get this yeah. literally anywhere or you get to go visit skywalk ranch i'm like now i understand the problem i have with this though is if you you have four friends you're sharing this with one of you gets to go to skywalker ranch because you get one voucher that yeah each pay the five thousand yeah you would have to have friends <laughs> you're willing to buy their own Sheesh. you can get really drunk off of all of this that's for sure and have like, that, that drink better send me to heaven and back where i can meet all of my dead relatives from like thousands of years ago if i'm paying that um, much money yeah because like, like, ser- like seriously for the skywalker i better have an visit. actual Mm-hmm. well that too but i mean i the drink whatever it is it better have it better be ethereal yeah if i'm true. drinking it if i'm paying all that money i'm drinking whatever it is uh-huh. mm-hmm. also you get some sort of special themed escort off the ship but i don't know what that was so i didn't have any more information wait what just score me a date with padme herself what if, that it's, would be... what if it's the stormtroopers I don't know. I didn't like, say. What if you have stormtroopers surrounding you to escort you off? Oh, no. That would be amazing. It would be awesome. <laughs> I have no idea, cool. though. I don't know. I'll have to watch. I'm sure TikTok will eventually have someone who's done this. And, uh, eventually. And we'll be able to see what the Why can't be one of the? Why can't we be at the point where we're one of those Disney creators where they give us free stuff? I know. You want to just come and be part of this? We sure would. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, our favorite creator has been a part of so many free things for Star Wars lately. I'm like, she gets I junk in the mail. She gets to go to the hotel. That's so cool. Who, which oh, yeah, creator? We didn't even talk about that yet either. Meg. I don't remember. I don't remember her handle. What it is? Her name is Meg. Yeah. Okay. She is a big Disney dork, which is why we like her. Yeah. Magic with Meg D. There you go. Okay. Magic with Meg D. She's also on Instagram. She yeah, posts the same stuff on Instagram. Yeah, I was gonna say, but like, she's fantastic. Actually the same thing. I mm-hmm. actually tried. I actually tried sending her an email and see if she wanted to be a part of an episode, and I never heard. Yeah, maybe did that. We still that big. has like what millions of followers. She just hit like. No, she's at two hundred and one thousand. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say like two hundred k. Yeah, still pretty pretty impressive. That's a lot of people. It is. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But anywho, yeah. Anything so. else you wanted to add with that one? That's all I had. Okay. 
Just whatever I copied from the website. <laughs> gotcha. You know what we also forgot to add in that's happening is the Star Wars experience, like the the experience where they can stay in a hotel for two days. Yeah. I oh, thought yeah. about adding that in, but then I was just like, there's so many, honestly, there's so many TikToks and videos about it. It just feels like overdone. I'm just yeah. So just a, just a cursory overview. There's a hotel that you can spend so much money to stay for like, I think it's two, three days, two two nights nights or something. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. five grand minimum to stay there. Yeah. And, but it's a whole experience. So it pays for food, everything. And you actually have like missions and different things that you have to do. So it's like, it's a, it's like a Star Wars escape room on steroids. Mm -hmm. Okay. The rooms are small though, from what I've seen. Well, yeah, it's, it's. You're on a I'm ship. Just, I'm just saying, I'm paying all that money for that small. No, you're paying for the experience. You ain't paying for that. I need to pay for a nicer room. Okay. <laughs> I need one of the suites and that's way too much money. And it's like 10 but grand does, and up when I look. Does, so. Doesn't it have one of those windows that open up and it like looks like, like you look like you're in space. So it feels mm-hmm. yeah, it's, more. It's not a real window. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it is. It's on my bucket list. I want to experience it at least once. I don't you know, know when, but I want to experience once. But I think that's all when it comes to random Star Wars things we wanted to add in. So I think it is time for our Star Wars final thoughts. All right. Dan, you, we, me and Sammy have talked a lot, so we'll let you go first. Okay. Yes. I'm happy you added stuff because no one had added stuff the last time I looked. Yeah, Dan yeah, and I, I both added our stuff this morning. <laughs> I, I had to type it out last night and then I just copied and pasted it. So. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So final thoughts. Well, first of all, I just got to say every second of this summer I have enjoyed. So, you know, can't wait to come back for the next one to all the, all this, all the nerd stuff. Always a good time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. After really, especially after Obi-Wan, he really grew on me as a character after, you know, this whole series and watching his whole journey and everything. Mm -hmm. It it was, it was really, I mean, I'm always going to be an Anakin purist, but Mm -hmm. maybe it's just my third, my, you know, older age my maturity with life but i really empathize with obi-wan these days yeah i'm just a guy who's just constantly doing good things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. same with same with qui-gon jen mm-hmm. and th- this is this is really interesting uh, so an old an old buddy of mine posted one of those fan videos about you know millions and millions out there about you know vader and anakin like his whole journey from childhood to adulthood and uh, I feel like I may have commented on this before, but I never got to go into deep into deep detail of it, is that mm-hmm. I don't think with how complex and how powerful and how weighty this character is, there's never going to be able to be just one person to play him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and some, some people might have issues with, you know, the different people, but like I realized every every actor, right, really brought a different side to his character. You know, with Jake Lloyd, they brought his innocence and his wonder and his, you know, that childhood sort of purity. Mm-hmm. With Hayden mm-hmm. Christensen, you know, he brought that conflict and that fear and the rage. And then Matt Lanter in the Clone Wars, he brought, you know, the strength and the loyalty and the kindness and, you know, his leadership ability. And then his final turn, you had James Earl Jones bringing just the darkness and the coldness. And then with David Prowse, you had just the weight and the burden you know, with the, the way he physically carried himself. Mm-hmm. And then finally, in the end, you had Sebastian, Sebastian Shaw with like just the remorse and just the redemption. And I I really believe that he's, this is going to be a character that's going to be like archetypal for American lore and just mm-hmm. lore in general. It's, it's going to be studied for 
psychology and for art classes and just beyond. I mean, long after, you know, any of us are gone, mm -hmm. I mean, these characters okay. will remain. And I'll take yeah. that even, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've spoken on this before, but, you know, I realize like we in the States, the good old US of A, don't really have like a culture per se. You know what I mean? Like, 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 yeah. like cultural stories, like Britain has like King Arthur and like the Greeks mm -hmm, have, mm -hmm. you know, Hades and Persephone and, you know, all these, you know, iconic characters, you know, uh, you know, the Norse mythologies, you have Odin and all that, you know, but here, the reason we don't have it is because in a lot of ways, we're kind of in the birth of it, like with Star mm -hmm. Wars, mm -hmm. you know, these characters are archetypal mm -hmm. for, you know, humanity and for, you know, a lot of themes that, uh, are unique to humanity but i feel like it's it's it is a piece of american culture in the sense of the themes they're dealing with when it comes to like uh, i mean i wrote it all that way hang on i wrote it all down you did you know themes of like you know rebellion versus oppression the constant war against injustice the duality of human nature light and the dark side good and evil you know the overreach of imperialism and the pushback against that and mm -hmm. you know just the hope for the human soul and you know like i said like a long after any of us or, you know, our future generations or whatever, you know, I, I like to think that a lot of these stories are going to fade into sort of the collective unconscious of, you know, just history in general, but yeah, particularly with like, with like American culture. So and I, I don't, I don't say that to be narcissistic or anything like I, it's, it's, it, it's universal for everyone, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. and it, it, it stands out to me that it stands out in on the level of like, greek mythology and you know all those other iconic characters and such i don't know yeah. am i over am i overreaching am i being uh, presumptuous here or i don't, I, I don't think so i and you're right like we don't have those stories mostly because like in my brain right away when you said we don't have those stories it's because number one britain and the greeks and the norse and all china and japan and all these these countries who have those those mythologies is because they've been around for thousands of exactly. years so yeah. much longer whereas we destroyed the people that were here for thousands of years exactly and have started over from the top mm -hmm. so we could have had those stories if we you know didn't do something dumb do what we did very true very but true. we did but you're i mean you're right i feel like now right now it's we're kind of like the Britons when King Arthur was a start was a story. Mm -hmm. Like people loved it, people hated it, but it's not legend yet. Now it's hundreds of years later, and King Arthur is a legend. Uh, Zeus and the gods and and all the different mythologies are now legend. And mm -hmm. hundred of years from now, Star Wars is going to probably be considered one of our legends. Mm -hmm. And I I completely agree with you. I think I that. I don't, I, sometimes I wonder if Lucas really understands what he started. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I, I know he did want to make like, he wanted to make modern fairy tales. Like that's the biggest mm -hmm. thing. He wanted to make a modern fairy tale for, you know, here. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I think he did that. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, so anyway, as far as, you know, everything else, like all the different things I do or don't like, I've made peace with all of it like all the parts of star wars you know the things i like the things i don't like yeah sure but i love it all at the end of the day you know i like the mm -hmm. community i like the way it brings people together the way mm -hmm. you know we come from different places and different backgrounds but we all get something out of it you know it is mm -hmm. it is a universal thing you know mm -hmm. yeah and then talking about random random finds i probably could have mentioned this earlier but if you ever want to see something really really interesting look up a 
concept trailer for the Star Wars. And what that is, it's basically a group of college kids. They did this a few years ago, a group of college kids. They basically took uh, Ralph McQuarrie's original concept art for Star Wars, like before Lucas had, uh, you know, made the movie what it was when he was originally. Mm -hmm. And they actually made a concept trailer based on that artwork. So the trailer looks, it, it's very, very different than what we saw in the movies, but it's very mm -hmm. intriguing. Like imagine, you know, stormtroopers carrying lightsabers and imagine Han Solo being like this walrusy kind of creature, mm -hmm. Luke Skywalker being, being a woman, you know, or like these, it's, it's basically, un, it's unrecognizable compared to Did what we saw. Did you say Han Solo is a walrus? Something or, or some kind of sea creature. I don't know if, it, I think like, because mm. they basically, like originally it was like Han and Chewie were supposed to be like, one person and they split them off in you know a wookie and a human but originally it was like this sort of you know scaly walrusy sea creature type person thing all right yeah so it's uh be very very hmm. interesting okay hmm. so check that out and then for anyone as far as future content future star wars content goes from its disney or books or movies or whatever all i can say all i want to ask is just get us off the freaking desert get us off tatooine Get us off Jakku. I don't want my, I, I don't like sand. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm done with the desert. <sighs> I want, I, there's a, a thousands of other universes to explore and we don't need to go back to Tatooine. No, we don't. No Not more really. Tatooine. No. Go Tatooine. away. Yeah. Make, what was it? The Disney galaxy make Batu an actual planet, like make that a thing. So we can say, Hey, here's a TV show reference. Now we're actually in it. Be very yeah. cool. They already did the books. They have two books. Mm -hmm. They need to now do some sort of media content. They should. Yeah. Do it's it. Very cool. They really do need it. to. Saren doesn't know. The only thing is, is if they do media content on Batu, that means like the numbers are going to go up going to Hollywood studios. And I don't want oh, to yeah, deal true. with that. True. I already have to deal with that with other things. Mm -hmm. It's already terrible. Ugh. Well, the construction doesn't help. Mm. yeah anyhow yeah dan anything else uh that's about it that's about it it's about where i've got okay so. i'm interested about sammy's because i don't know where she's going with this <laughs> i had to look this up because it bothered me so because okay. i edit the episodes Right. So yeah. recently Mando in real time, people was not that long ago that I edited the Mando episode. And then I looked up that freaking thing on the wish and they had this stupid ice cream container again. So I just had to look up the stupid origin of this freaking ice cream container and the character because it's okay. insane. It's literally insane. So this character, he was in the Empire Strikes Back. That's when he first appeared. Okay. He has a name. He did not have a name for years. I don't know when he got his name, but they call him Will Rowe Hood. And he was in the background of the Empire Strikes Back as he ran through Cloud City's corridors when Lando tried to evacuate them. That's when you can see him. Like, he's like nobody. He's just chilling in the background. Like, he's not hmm. important. He's like an ice cream maker. Yes, that's what it was. It was a freaking ice cream maker because he was in the background. So everybody doing the movie was like, he doesn't matter. And then all the crazy Star Wars people saw him and latched onto him for whatever reason. Hmm. For whatever reason. Cool. So the fact that he was holding an, an object that looked exactly like an ice cream maker and his clearly panicked expression that was captured on film, unlike many of the other background extras, made him into a cult figure who many fans originally called the ice cream man. 
and his name wasn't revealed until 1997 in the Star Wars customizable card game, which I didn't, don't even know what this is, but yeah, you don't either. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I definitely was not watching Star Wars in 1997. So no idea that there was a card game. And that brought him into canon. And he was also in a video game. He's been immortalized as a Lego character, an action figure. It's insane. When you look into the- an action figure. He's got an action figure the, and a freaking Lego character with the stupid ice cream container. Do we even know who this man, like the actor is? Like, did anybody no find who this person was and see if he's still around? I don't even know. I'm, I didn't even get that far because this was just enough <laughs> for me when I was doing the research. Wow. And I know I brought this up, but the Willow Hood ice cream run has become a lasting event of Star Wars celebration where fans can celebrate their love for the blink and you miss it hero by recreating his two seconds on screen where they all dress in the exact outfit and carry the ice cream he's container and run. He's hero. It's so bizarre, right? But look, it made its appearance in The Mandalorian, and now you can freaking get drinks out of it on The Wish. All because of him. All right. And some random choice in the background to give him an ice cream maker to carry around. That just shows you how powerful our fandom is, that we can take a literal nobody, random object, and make it, like, the biggest thing ever. Yes. Yeah. We are powerful. We really are. There you go. It's crazy. Too powerful. I'm afraid. I'm frightened. Yeah. I would say we're more powerful than the Marvel or the Harry Potter fandoms. I'll uh mm. I'll back that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any random character out of those two fandoms that has done quite like this. Like the background character who's literally nobody who Harry Potter has not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any Harry Potter are not that crazy. No. And I can't think of anything Marvel. I don't think Marvel, I don't think, because I feel like Marvel fandom is just very burnt out and they don't know what, what is up and what is down right now. After so Endgame, that's kind of how it happened. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a lot of content. The only other fandom that might rival us is anime. Uh, well, I don't I was thinking yeah, anime. anime. I was thinking yeah. anime, but I was also like, at first I thought Star Trek, but I'm like, no, that one kind of died. Yeah. Mm. maybe the british fandom of doctor who that is a pretty intense like i haven't been in it in a while but when i was in it yeah. they are they are intense that mm. one they are they're intense and k-pop fandom they're intense. Oh, k-pop Ooh, people that yeah. one too yeah. yeah those guys are another they, level they, yeah. they scare me yeah it's they are uh they're a rowdy any, bunch any of the k-pop anime kind of asian eastern yeah. It, they scare me they're okay. a category all their own they really are, they really uh, are. special yeah <laughs> you know. mm-hmm. there you go any anyways anywho so Be interesting <laughs> I, I, part of me wants to see like a west side story style gang war against that like star wars versus doctor who versus star trek versus k-pop versus anime versus harry potter just put them all together and then see if they form uh, ally ships and then see who forms enemies and betrayals and have uh, you been on tumblr like that's literally no why would i, I feel poison like that is the like essential that. description of what it's that tumblr. is the essential yeah. of tumblr is it really i haven't been in it in years but when i was in college when tumblr came out i was immersed in it 
And I was in a bunch of those different fandoms, like Star Wars, Doctor yeah. Who, and something else. And it just, oh, people get, oh, yeah, I'm very they mad get, over people it. Get, they, they get well, mad. I mean, I'm on Twitter, so I get a part of it on Twitter, but like, oh, I'm not on I Twitter can't anymore. I can't, I, uh, mm, good, good, spare yourself. <laughs> I can't imagine how bad it would get on Tumblr. Oh, Tumblr's bad. I, oh, I yeah. got out of Tumblr a lot, like, I've been probably clean for five years. <laughs> I like That's the choice how I feel of about Tumblr. It's like oh, I had to, I had to detox. I had to get I had to get out. I'm clean. Mm-hmm. We're good. It's a world. It's a, it's, it, it is <laughs> the matrix. Thing. It is a virtual reality world. Like you literally do create your own reality. Yep. Oh, and place. that's what makes me angry. Tumblr, like they take stories and they recreate them how they want them. I'm like, would you stop it? Just no, I mean that's fans it. have always been doing that though. That's fan fiction. I no, mean, but. It's. I guess I just. It's always when the artwork comes up. When the artwork comes up, it just makes me irritated. I'm like, that is not how it happened, people. Some of it's it weird. Like how how weird. Like they put odd characters together. There's like a really whole odd characters. Whole together. thing with Harry Potter, isn't there? Like a whole like Draco and Harry Potter. Like yes, there's a whole thing where Draco and Harry Potter apparently like were in love. Again, that's it just not doesn't that, make that, any sense to me. It doesn't make sense strange. to me, but I mean, it's not that weird for people, for fandom to come up with that, though. Oh, I no, mean, it's not weird for them to come up with it, but for them to think that it's actually plausible for them to, strange. Like, to be a thing, it's strange. Now, the Draco-Hermione thing, I'm all for I it. could see that. I see? would be so yeah. cool. Like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, an IRL relationship. I mean, you know. You, I wish they would just date already, but they won't. Yeah. No. They they love each other. They have said they it on camera, but they won't. They do. We are getting into next summer already. We need this to is stop. bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's Star your Wars. second point, Sammy? Star Wars. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> back to the summer of Star Wars. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot, but I really enjoyed it overall. I think what I liked the most was that we watched things in chronological order, so we could understand stuff better. I got to see more things like the cartoons, which made everything make more sense than just watching the movies alone. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of mad at you because it was so much stuff. It was good. So I'm not mad anymore. It's okay. Yay! Let it go. You always forgive me at some point. I do. Yes. I have a better appreciation for the things I rewatched because I had more background story. I found some new characters to love, like Ahsoka. Remember when I first saw her was last year in the Mandalorian and I'm like, I don't know who this is, but she's cool. <laughs> but now I'm like, ah, so gosh, she's so cool. I have a little bobblehead of her somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have her. They see like, her. I love her. She's BA. She's just awesome. Obviously the clones and you got, you know, the mm-hmm. specific ones like Rex and they're awesome. All of, I was started to list mm-hmm. out the rebels and I was literally like writing all of them down. So then I went, just went back and put the rebels. <laughs> so that whole crew on the ghost, it was, they're all awesome. Great additions. And I've already shared my love of like Mando and stuff, but I liked him from last year. So these are new characters I came to appreciate, which I'm excited to see what they do in the future with these new mm-hmm. projects. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I know a lot more mm-hmm. Star Wars nerdy terms now. When we you were, understand me now. Yes. Like when we were discussing at breakfast, this whole wish cruise ship and the drink, and we're talking mm-hmm. about it. And then my mom had said like, oh, Kyber Crystal. I think that's how you say it. And I was like, yeah, it's Kyber Crystal. Yeah, that's how you say it. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I know what these terms are now. I know what a Kyber Crystal is and so many facts about how you make the different colors now. <laughs> I know way too much stuff about this. So yeah, but just it does, blame your best friend. It's fine. I know. 
But I mean, now since going back to Galaxy's Edge at Disney, it makes me appreciate things even more, understanding mm-hmm. it better. So I do appreciate that because it's cool, but it's even cooler when you get to actually understand the world that you're in, even though it's mm-hmm. not part of the movies, but you know, yeah. you get the gist of it when you're there. It's very cool. And I liked getting to know some of the creators that they brought in since Disney, like John Favreau, Dave Filoni, which I know that we should expand it like Deborah Chow. She's awesome. Having done, yeah. you know, what she did with Obi-Wan, it was very cool, but I, I liked what they've done with it, especially since the movies were like, eh, not the best. Yeah. And they're kind of bringing in the mm-hmm. savior part of the, yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what's coming and who all's behind the new shows and see if they bring in new creators mm-hmm. and see what they do with it. But yeah. Dave Filoni is like the executive creator, executive head of create, like, what is he head of? It's Lucasfilm, right? He's some sort like of executive, executive director of, of Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, like head creative, of executive creative yeah, director, something like that. Like he's like up there now. So I'm hoping that means good things. Well, because <laughs> they just promoted him like last year, I think it was they, officially. They so. should have. That that's that's good. <laughs> they I don't disagree with you that they should have, but hopefully with him being more up there, that means the content will continue to be. Maybe we won't awesome. have the issues we Better had with producing. the the back and forth with uh jj and ryan's vision sliding exactly like if they're gonna do a series of movies mm-hmm. have it planned out have an yeah. idea of what you're doing don't keep switching between people if there's any two people who should not make a movie together it's those two never again oh never my again. gosh let them do their own so thing i mean they're both opposite. great filmmakers on their own just don't put mm-hmm. them together but not like they're not in the same JJ should have done all three or Ryan should have done all three. Exactly. One or the other. Never had them Mm -hmm. intermix. Yep. Yes. And then when they did intermix, nobody was looking at what they were doing. Yeah. They had no, they had no, um, what's the word I'm they didn't have babysitters like they should have. No, it's not the word I wanted, but overlooking this. Yeah. Because well, they were like, all over the place. Yeah, well, the original trilogy had three different directors, but they had Lucas overlooking everything, and they all adhered to his That's vision. That's the difference. Exactly. This one, it was uh, just like, ah, oh, do whatever you want. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to change the whole plot? Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. And then no you want to change it back? Yeah, sure. Why not? No one's going to care. Let's let's break the lore, and then instead of building off that, let's, you know, redo, you know, fix it, and then make it different. I don't know. Let's take off one of the most powerful fandoms in the whole world. Exactly. But you know the- what? Everyone's still buying the merchandise. And they're it's still because yeah. we watching still it on them. Disney Plus. So Disney won anyway. The, I, the, the, I'm showing my nerd side, but uh, you've probably never seen it. But there's a scene in the Star Trek movie where the character Data gets emotions for the first time. Yeah. And he experiences something that he hates. He, he, has a, he tastes a drink that he doesn't mm-hmm. like. And he's so excited that he hates it. So he, like, he takes a drink. I, I think I hate this. Takes another shot. Oh, yes, I hate this. <laughs> oh, I ha- it is revolting. I'm I've like, actually seen that episode. That, I'm like, that is the Star Wars fandom That's parts of it. It's like, yeah. I hate this. Oh, I hate this more, please. I hate this. You want some more? Please, please, more, more. I hate this. I have, Ashley, I have yeah, not done a- my <laughs> side of it, but I have a TikTok that's in that realm for you that also ties in the Muppets that I have not recorded oh, yet. So, yes, look for that exact I same will. sort of sentiment look- coming your way <laughs> for the Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anything else, Sammy? No, I mean, that kind of covers it. Yeah. Okay. 
So my final thoughts, some of mine kind of echo you guys, but the first one I want to say is I, I, I feel like I failed on something I wanted to do this summer. And I, oh. I wanted to talk about Star Wars books intermixing and I didn't. So we're going to do that next year. I'm going to have a section where I talk about my books because I feel like I have, we have listeners out here who are readers like me and who would enjoy them. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry for not doing a better job of that. Hopefully I have read more Star Wars books by that point. So I'll have more to recommend and I'll try to do some content for that on social as well. I'm sure you will. I, yeah, I've enjoyed hearing Sammy's take, particularly on all things Star Wars. Like Dan and I, we've been talking about Star Wars since, since college. And Mm -hmm. my gosh, you wouldn't realize it's been 16 years. Like this September has been 16 years since our group got together. Yeah. Why did you do that? Why would you bring that up? That's horrifying. Do you want me to say ours? No. No. Ours is 23 this fall. Why did you do that? That's a whole drinking and voting age. That's awesome. I know. Sammy and I's friendship can drink and vote, and Dan, our group, can drive. Yep. (sighs) Wow. Yeah. Anywho, after I made us feel old. But it was really fun to, to hear Sammy's take on everything because she did not like Star Wars throughout our most of our friendship. So finally getting her into this and hearing all the things she likes and don't likes and, and her getting mad at me multiple times mm-hmm. <laughs> has been very entertaining. Did, did you, Sammy, when you posted the, the, the phone call one, did you put it on Instagram as well? The phone call one? The phone call TikTok. I haven't done that. Wait, no. Which one are you talking about? The the one where you're yelling oh, at the me. Rape, mm, it's the friends one. I don't know if I posted it on Instagram. Okay. I'll try to post this on Instagram. There was like yeah. a friend scene that we did on TikTok and it's us going, but like Rachel's yelling at Phoebe in the scene, but I like put different dialogue for like Sam yelling at me about Star Wars. It's really mm. funny. I, I think funny. I see something, something about doing the dishes or something like that. Or is that a different no, one? No, that's one. a different we one. Do that one's way funny too. Many. too. <laughs> We do way too many. Yeah. No, we don't. We do not do a lot compared. No, to compared to some TikTokers. people, that's we're true. actually pretty mild. Um, but no, that one's funny too. Um, mm-hmm. because that's just literally my whole life. I can put anything there. Did you do the dishes? Did you do your homework? Did you do da 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 da? No, no, <laughs> no. I didn't say. I said uh, what I say. Surprise, not miracle. Not miracle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so that's been really fun this summer. I love Dan having you on for every single episode. We it's didn't know fun. at the beginning if you'd be here for every single episode and you mm-hmm. have been, and it's been fantastic. I'm so glad I was uh, able to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so glad you were able yeah. to as well. It, yeah, I feel like it brought our Star Wars content to a whole new level mm-hmm. when you're on here with us. So I thank you. I thank you yes. so much for being on our podcast. Great insights yeah. and nerdy mm-hmm. takes. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank yep. you for having me. Of course. Yeah. And we get to, and I get to see you. We don't, I don't get to see you very much anymore. I know. So yeah. It's good to see your face. Mm-hmm. We have learned this summer from this moment on Star Wars should only be consumed as TV shows. They probably will not adhere to that, but no. that is my stance. Yeah. And then please, please, please. I'm in this. First of all, I, I agree with Dan. Take us away from the desert planets. I've already ranted about it in other episodes. If you would like to hear my rants, go back and re- re-listen. But this one, please, 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 if you are doing another trilogy, if you have to do another movie, make it about a family or characters that we don't know at all. Mm-hmm. We, are, we need to start over. We need fresh new ideas, fresh new locations, fresh new, no Republic, no Jedi Council, mm-hmm. no nothing. Start us over. 
at a different time and place where the Jedi have now been extinct. No one really knows about them. And maybe someone's discovering what the force is like. I don't know. Something different. Mm-hmm. Except I need you to make it good. And I yes. need you to let Lucas have some creative influence. Like, I know you bought it from him, but can you at least bring him in? As a consultant. Some, some, some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a small consultant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just something. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if they, even if that were to be a movie, like specifically a movie, like make it one standalone movie, just that, not, not even a trilogy, just yeah. one, just a little, you know, one that you don't have to see a whole bunch of other things in order to understand just one standalone Star Wars yeah. movie that as you described of something totally different. Exactly. I agree. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So those are my final thoughts. I really didn't have any others. So let's wrap up and <laughs> we're wrapping up. So <laughs> Star Wars is not going away though, Pixie Dusters. If you love Star Wars as much as us, and maybe this is the only time you listen to our podcast is when we do Star Wars, then tune back in in April of 2023 because we will be doing two months of Star Wars talking about all things vintage, like the lovely special that we don't actually believe is there, but we're going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> uh, and there's some other vintage shows that came up that were like, we didn't know that existed or we did know it existed, but we didn't realize it was so long. Like the Ewoks, we are totally talking about the Ewoks next year. And then of course we will also talk about any sort of new content that's come out like Andor and Ahsoka. If Ahsoka's out by that point, I don't know when, when it's coming out next year, Mando Mm -hmm. season three will be done by that point or almost done by that point. We'll talk about that stuff too. So make sure Mm -hmm. to tune in next April. But if you are a overall pixie duster who loves everything we do, yes, Next month, Sammy is going to be taking the reins and I am going to take a break. I'll be here, but I am not going to be in charge, (laughs) uh, finally. And she is updating us on all things Disney World Parks. There's a lot going on in the park. So Sammy is going to be updating us on that. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. if you're interested to see what we're doing next summer, we've kind of already told you, so I'm just going to announce it again. We're going to go off Disney book. We are not going to do anything Disney next summer. But we are going to do something that is a very important fandom to all of us. And that is the Harry Potter fandom. So make sure you have your wands and your brooms next summer. Because we're going to Hogwarts. Yay. Yay. So check us out. I think a good Harry Potter quote I can add. I can't think of anything. There's not really good zingers in Harry Potter. They're really like deep wise ones. Yeah, which don't really work right now. Or it's just just Snape being annoyed. Oh, that the too. best. Oh, Snape. Obviously. That's exactly what's in my head every yeah. time I think of him. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So check us out on Pixie Dust Twins Podcast out on Instagram and Twitter. That's our handle, Pixie Dust Twins Podcast. Mm-hmm. I did not mean Twitter. I meant, meant TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> I don't know why I said Twitter. It just hit me too. I was like, did she say Twitter? I have a TikTok, Instagram, and also you can look us up on Facebook. I repost a lot of article stories that are happening in Disney World. So if you want to know what's happening there, go look. I mean, we've had stories from just updates to, you know, people getting arrested and escorting, escorted out because they're being dumb. So we, we post kind of everything in there. And then you can find Dan in the meantime at Dantastic on YouTube and Instagram, which one has the, the multiple A's. Instagram. Instagram has two A's instead of one on the Dantastic. Check him out, but he will be back. Yes. I don't know when, but you will, he will be back. Mm -hmm. Shall return. 
For Dan, sure. Dan, Dan is no longer just a guest. Dan is our cousin who comes and visits multiple times a year. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Unofficial uh, consultant. I'm, I'm, our, I'm, our, I'm Iron Man before he joined the Avengers. Sure, we'll go with that. If it's the theme, so that works. Yeah. All right, Pixie Dusters, you have a great rest of your week. We will see you next week for all things Disney World Parks. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.